Hello, hi. And I just want to say to my 12 views out there. Oh, wait, oh, wait, the number jumped. Oh my gosh. 14 viewers out there listening to my podcast. Thank you. And I'm really sorry for taking like four weeks to do this episode. I really hope that the length and the subject matter will make it up to you. I was really thinking that this would take only like a week, but boy, was I wrong. (laughs) So, but you guys get to do something special. The first person to contact me for a topic of their choosing, I will make an episode on it. I don't care how you contact me, as long as it's legal. You can text, email, talk to me in person. I don't care. Except you can't use my school email. You have to use my actual email, which I'll tell you in a bit. But I will do it. Just a couple of requirements. My next episode is Terraforming Mars, so it will be after that. And your topic has to be either science or history related. Appropriate and not too hard for my listeners, you know. On to the podcast. And in that 21 seconds, sums up what this episode is about. Hey sisters, and what's up boys, and thanks for tuning in for a second episode of Intellectual Topics with the Indian. And as usual, I'm your host, Spicy Indian Legend. Yes, you heard that, right? I am no longer the Spicy Indian Child or Spicy Indian Kid, and you can contact me at SpicyIndianLegend at gmail.com. And I'll be talking about the Kardashev scale and energy. Before I jump into the segment, I just want to say that this topic covers energy and astronomy. Just putting in the right frame of mind before I start rambling. In this episode, I'll be talking about the different levels or types of the Kardashev scale and what different sources of energy that can be consumed within each type. I will go into detail about the specifics of the sources of energy and how we can obtain it. Now, you might be asking yourself, what is the Kardashev scale? Well, without further ado, this is what it is. It's a scale that ranks species by their source of energy consumption like oil, fusion, that sort of stuff. When it was first invented in 1964 by Nikolai Kardashev, he was a communist, by the way, it had three types. With new knowledge and more understanding of the universe, we now have seven. Starting off with type zero. Type zero is a beginning civilization. Every species, including humans, that we know of fall under type zero. This species can only control some of their planetary resources. This is a very unjuicy, unjuicy species, and sadly, humans are 0.73 on the scale. 73. We currently control, control oil, natural gas, hydro, t- tidal, solar, geothermal, wind, biomass, and fission energy. Fossil fuels consist of oil, natural gas, and coal. This black gold is created when organic matter is packed under layers of sediments, with pressure and heat being applied to them. After the course of millions of years, you get oil, gas, or coal. 
depending on the specifics and how much pressure and heat. Currently, uh, currently, uh, uh, sorry. Currently, our oil is being supplied by the dead dinosaurs that died millions of years ago. Couldn't even last a meteor. meteor. Huh. Imagine if a couple of dumb people that really want to make a bunch of money, uh, make a bunch, want to make a bunch of money, decide to recreate dinosaurs for people to come watch giant lizards kill and eat goats, and then humans being stupid and doing this in the first place do something wrong and the dinosaurs escape and get really pissed off for using them for oil and they try to kill us. Imagine, just imagine, ha ha, and then the dinosaurs start singing. Imagine, Homo sapiens are using fossil fuels quite a lot, and at this rate, we will deplete this, this source entirely by the year 2088. After deciding that burning dead dinosaurs is too bad for the environment, we started to use lots of renewable energy. There are at least seven that we use, but I'm going to analyze the most common with you. Brace yourselves. Knowledge that has already been taught to you multiple times is going to be said again. Geothermal is pretty much just heat from the Earth's core and is used mostly to warm buildings. Solar uses the sun's radiant energy to make electricity. Wind uses wind turbines into uh, turbines to make electrical energy. Biomass is organic waste that is burned. And last, but definitely not least, is hydroelectricity. Is uh, that is flowing water that turns a turbine for electricity. All of these sources of energy are hashtag self-explanatory. Those few seconds must have been more boring than the cringe, cringe factor of YouTube Rewind 2018. I am hashtag sorry. Moving on to more interesting topics, nuclear fission. Fission is created when an atom is bombarded with nuclei. Nuclei splits apart due to the, due to the bombardment and creates energy slash heat. The new nuclei from the broken atom starts a chain reaction and fission continues. There are many different kinds of reactors, including, but not limited to, Light water, heavy water, LFTR, or pronounced lifter, etc. In most reactors, uranium and plutonium are used, but in a few, thorium is the element. Fission is a very powerful source of energy, but unfor unfortunately, the waste that is excreted in most re reactors stays highly radioactive for tens of thousands of years. Also, like it's so radioactive, a milligram can kill you. Thorium is different because its alpha particles are biologically safer than uranium's gamma particles, and they stay radioactive for only 300 years. And with that, I'm going to type 1 of the Kardashian scale. This is a higher species than type 0 and a little bit more juicy. Unlike the unlike the the zero civilization, this population can control all of its home planet's resources and is starting to aim for type two. For humans, all we need to reach type one is to control the weather and climate of Earth and to obtain energy from nuclear fusion. Scientists predict that we will reach this goal in one hundred years. Like I said before, we need to control fusion energy, and I will go in, go more into detail about that. Fusion occurs when a nuclei nuclei and another nuclei. Fused, uh, fused together to make heavier elements. Since nuclei, uh, nuclei are positively charged because of the protons, they repel each other. For them to combine, the temperature has to be about 14 million degrees Celsius. 
This means that the elements use, used will be in a plasma-like state. They are two different nuclear plants that can be used. In magnetic confinement reactors, there is a magnetic, magnetic field and an electrical current that squeezes the plasma. The second one has infrared that you, and UV pulses that heat the surface of a fuel, fuel pellet. These reactors use different speci specific elements on the broad, yeah, and on the broad scale, it uses hydrogen and emits helium as waste. But for those nerds out there, including myself, the specific hydrogen that needs to be used is deuterium, hydrogen two, which is in seawater. This element needs a compound to bind with, and tritium or hydrogen three is a good substance, but is very rare and radioactive. Instead, we can use helium three. It is very common in lunar dust, and we could even set up a permanent base on the moon. Permanent moon base on the moon. The plant is extremely safe, and in one glass of water used in reactor, reactors produces more energy than burning a whole barrel of oil. It is very clean because the only waste is helium that can be used for your quinceanera or pay off your student loan debt party. Sadly, we can accomplish fusion as of right now, but we use more energy than we gain from it. But once we do solve the riddle of fusion, we will have a remarkable source of energy for centuries until we conquer the sun, 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 sun. Now a word from our sponsor. song with Space Dash by 916Fosty, Feet Cashy Dio. What, our sponsor is A Secret Life of Pets, made funny by Mr. Pencil. Mr. Pencil Productions. And that's like just to show you when I expected it for this episode to come out was like weeks ago, like before June 7th. And the end song was Matrix by Jerome Feet J. Wright. So many features. Now back to the audio. After a species has accomplished to obtain all of their planet's resources, they start to look outward. A type 2 civilization has conquered, terraformed, and colonized most to all of the other planets in their solar system. They also have to meet with other aliens in their surrounding planets and build a megastructure to control the energy output of their home star or sun. Before we get into fireballs, let me explain a little something called terraforming to you. Terraforming or planetary engineering is to modify a planet so that it resembles Earth, for our case, or, well, for uh, aliens, their home planet. Mostly su sustain human life, again, for our case, human life, for aliens, their own life. The word terraform is derived from Latin, and it literally means Earth-shaping. To terraform a planet, you must change the atmosphere, atmosphere 
temperature, topography, and or ecology. The world of terraforming was created by American fictional writer Jack Williamson in the late 1900s. Since then, terraforming planets have played a big change in science fiction and pop culture. Many books have been written about this topic, including War of the Wolves, The Sand of Mars, Mars Trilogy, etc. Scientists have been looking at many different planets and moons to terraform. Some of the possible candidates may include Mercury, Venus, Mars, Europa, and Titan. Now to our big, thick boy, the sun. To control a star, we need to build a Dyson Sphere or Dyson Swarm. I'll explain to you how to build a swarm in six steps. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. But no, not really. But first, what is a Dyson Swarm? It is a flock of panels to collect solar energy to reflect it to a power collecting station. It is a flock, yeah, to collect or to reflect it to a power collecting station. This should collect 90% of the star's energy, which is more, much more efficient than solar energy here on Earth, which we only get, like, I believe, less than 20%. <laughs> Pathetic. But with this Dyson Swarm, we will get, like, about 90% of the sun's energy. And if we collect 1% of the sun's energy, that is more than all the energy that we have created in uh, our whole entire human lifespan, which is pretty dope. So we need that sun. We need a thicky boy sun. So step one, to make all these panels, you need to set up a colony on a planet rich with materials. For our case, Mercury. Step two, strip mine the planet for all the delicious and juicy metals. Step three, build the panels. Step four is to launch them towards the sun using a railgun. Step five, build a station to collect the energy. Step six, continue building panels until the star is surrounded by them. The good thing is that each panel will provide the amount of energy needed to build the next. So one pan if you build one panel, it will equal two panels, then four, then eight, then 16, then... To infinity and beyond! Once this process is started, it should take about 10 years, or a decade. After the species has, control has controlled its solar system, they start to travel outwards and find another sun and plans to colonize and extract energy from. This population must control their galaxy to fulfill, fulfill, fulfill the task of reaching Type 3. To make this project complete, they must control most to all of the other solar systems in their galaxy, meet other extraterrestrial organisms in their star cluster, and most importantly, is to build a megastructure capable of harnessing the energy of their home black hole in the center of their galaxy. This again, I will explain to you in six-step process. Remember, this can only work with spinning black holes. Why? Because whenever an object is sucked into a spinning black hole, the black hole releases some of its rotational energy into space. We can control this rotational energy and use it to power our world for billions of years. So, how to make it? Step 1. Build a mirror around the black hole. And it should, and uh, we can actually build it far away from the black hole that we won't get sucked in, so that's safe. Step 2. Shoot light waves or electromagnetic waves into the giant. Step 3, 4, and 5. This is not a step, but what will happen. The light mixes with the ergosphere, a, a section of the black hole. The ergosphere is like... 
not fully spinny, 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 but like some other spinny. And the spinning next, spinning next, that's not a word, right? Of the black hole makes the light go faster and faster. So when you shoot the light in, the rotational energy like mixes in with the light, and the light goes like much, much faster, like, like a lot faster. And then the light is not lost to space because the mirror is protecting the energy and actually contributing to the speed of the light to make it go faster. Now, step six, open up a few parts of the mirror around the black hole and extract the light as a source of energy. Since the light is coming out faster than going in, we make a profit of energy. And here's a little fun fact. If we don't ever open the mirror up, the light will continue to get stronger and stronger, and stronger, stronger, and will shatter the mirror, making the largest ever man-made bomb. And this, the energy blast is equal to the energy of a, of a blast of a supernova, which is like a star explosion, which is pretty big boy. Like my previous episode, this is this last part is going to be off script. I'm going to not try to sound witty or anything. I'm going to talk like and like talk how I usually talk and I'm just going to try to like really just how do I put this? Like really make you feel what I'm feeling whenever I did the research for this and how how humans can achieve greatness cuz if you think about it, why are we really even here? Why is why why are we even here? What is our part? What what is our job? What is our um, part in life? Like I said with my previous episode. It's, we can just really have fun with our life. And yeah, I, yeah, have fun. You only have one life to live. But if you think of it as the greater human species, it is uh, as us as a population, us as a civilization, as an as a alpha species, then what is our part in life? Our, our job is to reach type six. It is to control and conquer the multiverse we um that's every species job even even ants if you think about really dumb creatures like ants or maybe like cats or something that is their job but they just can't because they like them compared to us they don't stand a chance if there was a species that was close enough to our intelligence we would eradicate them and that's what we did with Neanderthals and other human species, like in my previous episode, which I said. So we think we're really intelligent and smart, but we have to prove it. And that's what our scientists are doing. They're really working hard on fusion and really working for us to reach type one. And I know maybe some of my listeners don't want to really get into that field to, to be in science, to reach type one, maybe type two. And I completely understand that you can be whatever you want, as long as it's legal, because that's, yeah. Um, But 
as a greedy species, we need to like reach type six and and we need to collaborate. We need to work together. And yeah, so really expand your mind. Try to think greatly. Don't think about now. Think about the future. Because the future is much longer than the now. A now is what you're doing right now. This one second of your life going over and over again. That's now. But what about the future? What do you want to do with yourself? What do you want to see humanity do? Because, like, yeah, you. if you really care about humanity and you really want to see like whenever you gaze like after your death and you gaze upon humans and see ah yes we 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 are slowly getting there do you want to do that then you should help out but then again like what i'm saying is you don't have to but if you want to that'd be great i'm getting a little sidetracked but yeah um what was i saying so yeah type six so what I want to see, and maybe I'll even try to do, what I want to see before my death is for humans to reach Mars, to start to reach Mars and start the terraforming of Mars, or colonization, and to see a well-working fusion reactor. I really want to see that before I die, because that will mean that humans are slowly making progress. We are making progress. From the second we were put on this planet... We have been making progress, and we still will. 200, 300, maybe 200,000 years ago, when we were put on this planet, we tried to expand our mind. We created easier things. We kept going on to really be the alpha species, and we are now. And we shall, we are, we shall continue. We are going to continue to maybe be not the alpha species in this planet, Maybe not the galaxy, maybe not the universe, but the multiverse. And we are doing that. So yeah, I want to see a world-working fusion reactor. Fusion, not well, fission, only fusion. And see us reach Mars. And, um... Do I need... I don't give a crap. And, so... And... I really want to, yeah, see that happen. Sorry about my um, silence there for a couple of seconds ago, but yeah. And what was I going to say? Sorry. Oh, yeah. So after reading Type 6 and you, and you know that we can create life forms, other intelligent life forms, and they can worship us like gods, this thing could be haunting to many it's just that it's just that we could be created by an, another intelligent life form. This could all be a simulation, and there could be another much more intelligent life form. And um, so um, yeah, there could be an other intelligent life form. That is controlling us, actually. Well, maybe not controlling us, but creating us as a simulation. And it could be running experiments on us. They could be controlling different universes with different physics, creating different life forms and seeing us how we can, seeing how we react to that. That is a little haunting. And, uh, and 
maybe uh, and actually a lot of people do believe in that but i'm just saying that is a possibility so yeah <laughs> creepy stuff out there <laughs> but no i'm just kidding but uh if you and but hum humans as a greater human species as a species as a population as a civilization our duty in life as a as like yeah like i said as a species is to be the best we can and as of right now that is to reach type 6 if it's possible yeah well yeah reach type 6 so um i just want to say thank you for listening to my second episode uh thank you for all the people listening uh, as again this is the second episode not too big of a podcast but thank you i know my thing i think my teachers out there listening so shout out to that and uh and yeah if you're living in america and listening to this this is july the 3rd so happy independence day uh yeah and uh, what a coincidence the us women's soccer team bet england in the i believe semis in world cup yo usa usa men's soccer team is trash usa women's soccer team is godly i'm pretty sure they'll win yeah happy independence day and i hope you have a good day thank you for listening to my podcast and uh, yeah live life